Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. Talk Recorded live. Hello and welcome. This is Brooke Volk, your host and assistant writer to Ken Vernon, the inspired author of the ebook Revelation of Revelation, A Total Fraud. And what you're about to hear on this episode of Revelation of Revelation has never been revealed before now in audio format. Listen in now as we introduce today's program topic on this one-of-a-kind program where Scripture speaks the truth through the in-depth Scripture studies of Ken Vernon. When directing your browser to the website, it's revelationofrevelation.com. And if you haven't already, you can place your order for your copy, either in ebook or printed versions, available also on Amazon, Barnes and Nebu, and other book sites. Revelation of Revelation, a total fraud. And now the author Ken Vernon and today's revealed truth explained. Hello, Ken. Hello, Brooke. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us, whether you're on your computer or the telephone. As always, we would like to have input from you. Feel free to give your questions to Brooke. He will take all your questions, and we can interrupt this program at any time. We don't have any uh, fixed, really hardcore, untouchable program that we cannot stop and answer your questions. So, once again, feel free. We welcome your questions. We look forward to having them. We're talking tonight about the end times. A very exciting subject for most people who are sort of in the biblical world. Most people outside of the Bible, people who do not study the Bible, who have no interest in that kind of thing, would will very quickly tell you no one knows when the world will come to an end. That statement is made based upon erroneous information that was put into our Gospels by the people who entered the world coming to an end into the Scriptures. That is not true. If you recall from the Lord's Prayer, it clearly says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's not a difficult thing. When the Messiah came into Galilee with the message after John was put in prison, He said simply to the people, the kingdom 
of heaven is at hand. Repent and believe the good news. He didn't say the bad news. The coming of the kingdom to this earth is a grand event. Absolutely unprecedented. Never ever happened in the history of mankind. Even greater than the very beginning after the refurbishing of the earth when he made man in his image and after his likeness. Having said that, let me share with you some thoughts that are always overlooked by people who ask the question, what is the time of the end? When is the time of the end? Unfortunately, the people who people in the religious arena, I will call them that, so I don't get too pointed with my my directions here, will tell you, and it's because they see it written, for example, looking right here at Mark chapter 13 and verse 32, it says, But of that day or that hour knoweth no man, not even the angels in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Now, if you go back to the beginning of Mark chapter 13, it is the same in Luke 22, I think it is, and it's also the same in the Gospel of Matthew. When the disciples came to the Messiah, and privately, and asked them, When shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of your coming? Messiah answers, and if you read any one of those two chapters, you will see that he clearly tells them what to look for. And he gave them a time when he said, This generation shall not pass. That prophecy was always a dual prophecy because he spoke of the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem in the first century, as well as his coming at the end of the age. Not the end of the world, but the end of the age, when man no longer rules over man. The the saints, as the Apostle Paul explained to the church in Corinth, shall judge the world. One day, we shall judge angels. But let me not go off in that direction at this point. Let me come back to what the Messiah said to his disciples. The generation he spoke of were the people who were his contemporaries. All the disciples, most of the priests, the high priests, the scribes, the Pharisees, the generation, those people, would be would not pass away before the end actually comes. It wasn't until after the destruction of the temple in 70 AD that we learn the length or the time of this destruction, this coming of the kingdom and his return to the earth. Seventy years then, we must be able to count seventy years from some starting point. That starting point was 1948 
And we know that because several prophecies from Isaiah were fulfilled in 1948, where it says, Can a nation be born in a day? Can it bring forth children all at once? Well, by UN decree in 1948, that is precisely what happened. The nation of Israel was once again declared the homeland of the Jews. So, in an instant, a whole nation was born, and they had tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, returning to the homeland. Fulfilling that scripture, when he said, This generation shall not pass, he spoke of 70 years. So we have 1948 as a beginning point, which shows us that from 48, 70 years will culminate in that generation that he spoke of not passing away before the end comes. So we today, we know, we have been told by the Messiah, there are three gospel recordings of it, when he says, this generation shall not pass. However, some very sadly mistaken person comes along, and here's what he writes. And I'll come back to that 70-year thing in just a second. That person adds to Mark chapter 13, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 verses. And here is what he writes. But of that day or that hour knoweth no man, not even the angels in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Next verse. Take you heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. Now, how is it that someone can actually write that in the Bible, not realizing that all the verses from verse 1, the same chapter, to verse 31, the Messiah explained to his, to his disciples exactly when the end would come. He says, Verily I say unto you, verse 30, This generation shall not pass away until all these things be accomplished. Yet the next verse says, But of that day I know what knoweth no man. I hope you see the nonsense that's written there. It takes in the word day and hour to kind of throw you. But in fact, I'll show you that it is a lie. The law of Moses, the seven holy days from the law of Moses, marks prophetic events from the time Moses wrote them in there until the Messiah came. When the Messiah came, the first holy day fulfillment was that he came as their king. If you recall, the many the conversation he had with Pontius Pilate at his uh his trial, he said, if this was my kingdom, after Pontius Pilate said to him, so you're a king then, he said, my servants would fight, but my kingdom is not of this world, so they're not going to fight. There's the instance of the people in Jerusalem mocking or laying palm branches on the way as he rode into town on a donkey. 
those people hailed him as their king. So that fulfilled the Feast of Trumpets. Church, Christianity does not teach that. They teach you about Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday, which is not written anywhere in your Bible. Anyway, let me continue to show you those seven holy days from the Law of Moses that were fulfilled when he came. When he was crucified, that was Passover. He was the Passover lamb that died to save all of mankind. We know that because in Luke 22, he said, when he observed that Passover sailor with his disciples, he said, this cup is my blood in the new covenant which is shed for many, doing away with the old covenant as a system for worshiping him. But the law of Moses was still in place as a prophetic mechanism for all who would see that those holy days bring about future events. In John chapter 16 and verse 13, he told his disciples, he says, When the spirit of truth is come, it will guide you into all truth. It will even show you events to come. That is in harmony with when he said, This generation shall not pass until all these things come about. But the next verse contradicts what he told his disciples in in John chapter 16. This says, But of that day or that hour knoweth no man, not even the angels in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Let's look at the, the Son and the Father in this picture. In John 10.30, we know that they are one. So when someone makes that kind of statement in the Scriptures, trying to pass it off as Scripture, they are really seriously misguided. One does not know what the other one does not know. <laughs> Let me restate that. Since they are one, they do not reveal anything to one another. It is a single source that they come from. Let me move on. Time's moving along here. I'll show you that the one they say, right here, from Zechariah chapter 14, beginning in verse 1, it says the day of the Lord will come. And it goes through a list of events showing that the Lord, the one we were told to call the Lord Jesus Christ in your New Testament, is the one who comes at that time bringing the kingdom of heaven with him and also putting an end to the war that's going on, that is going on in Jerusalem at that time. Now, the reason I went through that those steps with you is to show you that when ministers say to their congregations or other people, no man knows the day or the hour, they are taking fraudulent passages from the Bible, not realizing that in doing so, they are actually 
accusing the Creator of lying. He said to his disciples, This generation, he says, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away until all these things be accomplished. So obviously his disciples would be looking to see those things that he told them would come about before his return. Verse 29 says, Even so you also, when you see these things come to pass, know that he is nigh even at the doors. That's pretty close. But there are those who believe that we cannot know this information. Bible students cannot know this information because they have been brainwashed into thinking that these passages are actually accurate and that they were put there by Omeka. No, they were not. They're actually lies. And here's another thing that they do. When someone tells you that you can't know that, they are accusing the Creator of lying because He says we can know that. He gave us signs to look for. Let me go back to the Law of Moses with you. In 1967, when Jerusalem was returned in that Six-Day War, was returned to the Jews, it was in accordance with the 39th Jubilee year, which Christianity does not teach, and I won't spend the time to, I don't have the time to go into it, but I'll tell you that that year began with a blood moon and Passover. So in 1967, when according to the law of Moses, all property must be returned to the original owner on the Day of Atonement, or Yom Kippur, if you will, that is precisely what happened in 1967. And the Passover blood moon preceded that event. For us today, a similar thing happens for this reason. Keeping in mind the 70 years that I gave you before, that we have to count from 1948, that brings us to 2018. Nothing can prevent the coming of the kingdom before 19, before that year comes to an end. So here I'll show you how the numbers work. He told them about the generation. We have the number 70. The blood moon, the Passover blood moon for us, came last year in 2014. And the reason that Passover blood moon was for us is because it takes us to Daniel chapter 12, where Daniel chapter 12 says the end will come in one in a time, times and a half a time, which is three and a half years. So if you take that Passover event and count three and a half years, it brings you to 2017 on the day of atonement or the day of atonement when Messiah and the church unite and they become one with him. Also, that is the 40th Jubilee year from the time when the Messiah came, <clears throat> excuse me, came as a Savior. That, not only was that 
that event in in total harmony with those numbers, it was also for this coming jubilee year in 2017 in the fall, I think it falls in October, is also in harmony with the Exodus. It marks 70 jubilee year from the time the children of Israel left Egypt. So we have a series of numbers here based upon the fact that the Messiah told his disciples in John 16 and verse 13 that the Spirit of Truth, when it comes, will reveal to them all truth. It will also show them events of the future. That's what we learn now from the New Testament works that we have based upon the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So when people tell us that we don't know when the end will come, they're accusing the Creator of lying because they never, first of all, read their Bibles, nor do they believe what's written in it. And at this point, I'll look for some questions from anyone in the audience. Ken, it was just brought to my attention that I believe just in the last uh, two or three minutes you mentioned the Jubilee year, the year 1948, and then you said then the end would be 2018, but then just after that you went back to 2017. Could you clarify that? Sure. Not 1948. 48 was the return of the Jews to Jerusalem when the United Nations... 48 now, when the United Nations gave them the land of Israel again, their homeland. The Jubilee year came about at the Six-Day War in 1967. But we still have the return of the children of Israel based upon the fulfillment of the prophecy from Isaiah that says, can a nation be born in a day? Can it bring forth children at once? That was our mark. So, 70 years, 1948, ends in 2018. But, oh, but, yes, go ahead. The Jubilee year actually comes in 19, in 2017, which gives us our marker. This generation shall not pass before all this comes. That is when it happens. If it goes beyond 2018, then all bets are off. All the information that was given to us is invalid. The Jubilee year has to be counted. That is our marker. Daniel chapter 12, where it tells us a time, time, and a half a time. In Bible language, that's three and a half years. That's when the three and a half years from last year's blood moon brings us to 2017. That's how we know we come within the 70 years. It actually comes in a 69th year. Okay, the time, time, and half a time right. is a is a time one year. Then the time would be two years, and then a half a time would be six months, two and a half? That or how does that... Time times. Time, time times. 
times the plural times. I see. And a half a time. Okay. That gives us three and a half years for the 2014 Passover blood moon. That takes us right to that point where the Jubilee year begins. The listener on chat says, thank you very much for clarifying that. Thank okay. you. A wonderful uh, program tonight and easily followed, he or she says. Thank you, guests, for asking that question. All right, back to you, Ken, and your closing remark for this program. Okay. Uh, I would like to extend an invitation to our listeners tonight to go to Revelation or revelation.com, where you will find two posts, two articles posted. The first one is Christianity from Rome is you into all the world. I appreciate if you go to that website, check, read them, and give us let us know what you think. Let me ask uh, Ken on this one. I did note that for listeners going to revelationrevelation.com and to see those posts, click on the media tab on the home page, and that tab will then bring you to the page that's showing you the two recent posts. Okay, Ken, back to you. Yeah, I was uh, I was hoping that that you would remember it if I. <laughs> okay. That's very good. Uh, the reason we ask for feedback from our listeners is that we would like to bring you information that's not available anywhere else. So if you have questions, if you think they're difficult questions, you need not speak to us on the radio. If you are in the shy camp, we prefer to write. We don't need your email address. Just let us know right there on this on the uh, go to contact us, and you can just tell us, give us your question, and we will send you an answer to your question, or we will answer it on the next podcast. And that covers what I had in mind, bro. Thank you, Ken. And Ken's email address that you can contact him at any time is Vergetti, V-E-R-G-E-D-I, Vergetti, at optonline, O-P-T-O-N-L-I-N-E dot net. That's Mr. Vernon's personal email at which he can be contacted anytime. And when you do visit Revelation of Revelation and you see the various tabs, some will be populated and others will not, as it's a generally new uh, web format on the uh, book publishing date and by the publisher themselves who created this uh, website. We would like for you to post on what we were just commenting about under the media tab. And if your computer comes up and says, type in something to verify or click this verification to be that you're not spam or uh, a robot, uh, you might find your computer acts up. If it does, email us, let us know. We need this feedback for the webmasters to update the website, to keep it current and fluid. 
And that means that when you're there, you're not frustrated, but you click tabs, you go where you need to. There is a lot of information that Mr. Vernon will be posting there in the upcoming weeks and months. There is a lot of information, but it is you, the listeners, who ask the questions. No question is out there that cannot be answered. This is something that is inspired. It is inspired from Scripture, preaching the truth of the gospel, the good news from the Scripture themselves. This is just unheard of, as Mr. Vernon has said various times. No one else that we know of is at this learning of uh, 50-some years of scholarly studies and scriptures until these near the end of the age that it is coming about, also prophesied. So this is exciting times for us, even though we're a small seed and we are simple folk. We don't ask for donations or don't direct you into the way that you should go because when you're asking for direction, you're asking your Creator and the answers will come if you're sincere in asking them. Thank you for being a part of this program. We look forward to you returning in our next episode. Do check back often and check for those archives. So until the next time, this is Brooke Folk, Assistant Writer, bidding you a good day. <laughs>